0: Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. So on today, for our fresh start of the week, I want to go back to the Old Testament. We're actually spending a lot of time in the Old Testament this week, but we were in the New Testament all last week. (laughs) So we're going to read from the prophet Joel. He is considered a minor prophet because his book is tiny. It's just a few chapters, and if you flip too fast, you will actually miss it. Um, Or if you're on your phone when you're reading your Bible, if you scroll too fast, you'll miss it. So the prophet Joel is thought to have preached um, during the 5th or 4th century BC, during the time of the Persian Empire. And he describes all these um, horrible things that are happening in the area at the time. And he also says a lot of encouraging things. So in today's chapter 2... We're reading verse 12, and it comes after he's describing this crazy locust attack. Um, and the locust attack is a warning from God. But if you've never seen a locust attack, it's, it's wild. Um, I highly recommend Googling it uh, or looking it up on YouTube and seeing if there's a video. But it's like this whole black cloud fills the sky, and the next thing you know, everything's gone. Like they just go, and they eat through everything everything, like all the plants. Um, You don't want them in your house because they'll just swarm in your house. It's disgusting to watch it. Um, I'm so grateful to God I don't live in a place where there are locusts. Um, So actually, if you read the beginning of chapter 2, in Joel, he describes it. Um, He says in chapter 2, verse 2, it will be a dark and gloomy day, a black and cloudy day. The great army of locusts advances like darkness spreading over the mountains. There has never been anything like it and there never will be again. Like fire, they eat up the plants. This is verse 3. In front of them, the land is like the Garden of Eden, but behind them, it is a barren desert. Nothing escapes them. And he goes on and on and on. Um, But yeah, it's pretty terrifying. I'm grateful I've only seen it Um, through a TV screen or a computer screen. (laughs) So here's what I want to say. So that sets the scene for what's going on, okay? And then in verse 12, which is our focus verse for today, Joel says that this is what God says to him. But even now, says the Lord, repent sincerely and return to me with fasting and weeping and mourning. I love this because what God is saying to them is, yes, yes, these locusts are destroying everything. And yes, you all have turned away from me. And you've tried to replace me with false gods. And you worship all kinds of stuff that you should not be worshiping. And you're ignoring me. And you're not following my commands or living a life that's pleasing to me. And then God says, but even now, even now, if you repent sincerely and return to me with fasting and weeping and mourning, even now, God says he's going to um, be kind and full of mercy. And I love that. I love that we have this God who adores us and who is waiting with arms open to receive us. Because so often, Satan really does try to convince us that we are outside of God's love. That there's that we've done something that God could never forgive or he could never love us. And I know we talked about this last week when we talked about repentance renewal. Um, But I really felt the, the Lord leading me back to talk more about repentance and more about returning to Him because I think that we all have a lot to repent from, whether it's something that's like a secret sin that you don't want anyone to find out about, or whether it's just, I don't know, a negative attitude or something that you're embarrassed about or a bad habit that you can't seem to break, whatever type of stronghold there is in your life. God is just saying, even now, even in the midst of whatever's going on, if you repent sincerely and return to me with fasting and weeping and mourning, God is telling us that he is going to be kind and full of mercy. It actually says further down in verse 13, come back to the Lord, your God. He is kind and full of mercy. He is patient and keeps his promise. He is always ready to forgive and not punish and I love that I love that we had this God who is a God of love so let's pause and reflect and let's search our hearts and minds and see if there's anything that we need to repent of on today so that we can clear that up between us and God so take a moment think about what you need to repent from and we will be right back Prayerfully, you didn't need too long to think about what you wanted to repent from. (laughs) I think about my negative attitude. I think I talked about this um, last week. But I think about my negative attitude and how I really don't want to be that person. I don't want to be extra critical of myself or others. Um, And I think about how sometimes I just find myself, uh, I guess, being... Overwhelmed with my own negativity. I'll say it like that. People talk to me all the time. They're like, oh, Emily, you're so positive. You're always so upbeat, but you don't know what's going on in my head. And trust me, it's not cute all the time. <laughs> It's not always positive and upbeat. Sometimes it's really grumpy. So that's something that I definitely want to repent on. And you might be thinking like, oh, that's no big deal. That's nothing. I mean, I know people are repenting of drug and alcohol addictions. They're repenting of sexual sins. They're repenting of all kinds of stuff. But that's the one I'm picking today. (laughs) So I pray that whatever you are repenting from, you'll remember that God sees sin as equal because our sin keeps us separate from him. And I love the example that it, and I think I've said this to podcast before, if you and I were standing next to, let's say Michael Jordan, and we were all trying to jump and touch the moon, Michael Jordan could probably jump five times as high as I could jump, But he's still just as far away from the moon as I am because that's how far God's holiness is from our sinful nature. So you might feel like your sins are bigger or less than mine, but in reality, God views all of our sin the same. But the good news is that when we follow what God is telling Joel in chapter 2, verse 12, that if we repent sincerely and return to God with fasting, weeping, and mourning, that he, God will be kind and full of mercy, patient, keeping his promise and ready to forgive and not punish. And I know you might be thinking, I don't, I don't know how to fast and weep and mourn, but I think it's really about the state of your heart, because that's what God says. Let your broken heart show your sorrow at the beginning of verse 13. And yes, I believe that there's a definite significance and importance in fasting. Um, But I think that this idea of weeping and mourning, specifically the people that, Joel was, or that God was talking to through Joel, they had a lot going on. (laughs) They were living their whole lives away from God, basically, and so unless you're living your whole life away from God, you you probably don't have to repent the way that God was telling the people to repent through Joel. Um, But I will say this there are times where it's just such a blessing to fast, to show God like how much we want to draw close to him or how much we recognize that we need him. And there are times where I know I've been like, I've had a horrible attitude about something and my heart does break and I am weeping and mourning and lamenting before God and in an apology. Um, not only repenting, but also just telling God, um, how sorry i am for whatever it is that i had the attitude about so i'm repenting in that i want to turn away from the attitude but i'm also heartbroken over how disrespectful i was to god and so those times i really feel the powerful move of god's holy spirit comforting me in those times and so i want to encourage you that no matter what you're going through whether it seems like a swarm of locusts is overwhelming you and eating up every aspect of your life even now, God says, even now, God desires to bless us. So all we have to do is turn from anything that might be creating separation from us, um, between us and God and ask for his forgiveness and with our whole hearts return to seeking the Lord's word and his will and his way. And maybe fasting is not necessarily food fast, but maybe fasting would be um, turning off the TV or changing the radio station and really saturating yourself in the word of God. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you that even now, no matter what that now is, Lord God, no matter what calamities and catastrophes we are experiencing, Lord God, no matter whether they are brought on to us because you are getting our attention or whether we have created them through our sin, Lord God, help us, Lord, to turn from our sinful nature, Lord God. Help us to recognize that we need you in our lives, Lord God, and that you have plans to prosper us and to give us a future, Lord God. Help us to turn with our whole. hearts back to you Lord God that we will seek your word, your will, and your way for our lives, Lord. And help us, Lord God, to feel your Holy Spirit pouring out upon us, refreshing and renewing us, Lord God. Help us to see you at work in our lives, that we might be able to live our holiest hot mess lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray that you will come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest hot mess life. And I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe so that others can get some of these tips and wisdom. God bless.